0: Getzo Sajani on Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. Tim Landy. Uh, I don't know how to describe you, Tim. I mean, you you're you an adventure junkie. You're a writer. <laughs> you're a seasoned professional when it comes to issues mountaineering. And I'll do like a I'm gonna do. We're gonna work on this, right? We're gonna work on 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 a on a on a little bumper for Tim, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. It is time for hiking with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you last week, man. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Um, firstly, I mean, we we're not gonna be able to to carry on uh, without just having your take on the the fires that we've seen along uh, the mountains and yeah, and, and other areas of of Nizner.
1: No, it's div- and It's it's very devastating. I and mean, a lot of that forest is very very old. Yeah, and it's going to take decades, if not centuries, to get it back to where it was.
0: We've we've had, I mean, not the same, but we've had fires along our our the mountain belt here. And what happens post the fire, and and how it affects um, hiking hiking. Yeah, it's, you know, parks and Cape Nature always try and get
1: people to stay out of areas that have just burnt. Um, I have walked in areas that have just burnt, and it is very, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, you get sort of sinkholes that happen from roots under the ground that are actually still um, smouldering. So when people are walking along pathways or... Even if they go off pathways, yeah, um, you can you can get quite bad sinkholes. People have been known to sprain ankles and stuff. So, yeah. um, sandparks and Cape Nature and the authorities just
0: try and shut those areas down because it is it does become quite dangerous. Our focus for this evening: uh, extreme weather hiking. I mean, what are we talking about? Are we talking about? People who would be hiking, the weather changes, or people deliberately going up a mountain, knowing fully well <laughs> that it's cold and it's raining. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, okay, so here I am at home. I can see that it's. I know it's raining, but yeah. I'm going anyway. Yeah, look. Why, why um, is that? Why is that interesting? Extreme extreme weather hiking is is one of those things
1: that just adds a bit of a. An adventure and a challenge Mm. Um, but it does come with obviously you've got to you've got to know what you're doing and you've got to have the right kind of gear to do it yeah Um, i wouldn't openly recommend people just go out and do it because it does need some sort of experience to to go and do Um, so the two that um, that i've done that obviously one is in in cold weather Mm. which um, has all sorts of um, hazards yeah. That you've got to really, you've you've really got to be paying attention. So it's not, go out and have a look at the pretty flowers and the lovely
0: views. You've yeah. got to really be paying attention to what you are doing. But why do it? Okay, so let me let me explain. Right, so in my mind, if we're gonna go hiking, yeah, mm. it means that the, there is gonna be lots of flowers to look at, <laughs> and there is the view and everything. Yeah. So if you that now decide, okay, I am gonna hit a trail, and it's it's windy, it's wet, it's misty. I am not seeing anything why am i doing it um because it, it's an adventure it's uh it, it's it's sort of taking
1: things to the next level um but you, as i say you've got to be careful because yeah. it, it is um it is you know w- w- when you're in, in wet weather you mm. you've got mud you've got slippery rocks um you've got landslides yeah uh, especially after these fires as well mm. um then now if after these fires even from two years ago I wouldn't recommend going out in in rainy weather because the ground becomes very, very unstable. So you've got to be very selective as to where you go. Mm -hmm. Um, This Saturday night I was going to be doing a night hike um, just to get people who haven't done it before to experience what it's like um, being out in those kind of conditions because it is very, very different. Yeah, um, but with the weather that I've been watching, it is going to be raining on Saturday, so I've actually cancelled it.
0: No, why cancel? Because then it's even more extreme because <laughs> it's at night and it's raining. Ah, you want adventure? Yeah. Go.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, it, it is, but you've got, yeah, to, you've no, got to you've got to um, look at it from a point of view: is it safe for the group? Yeah. On this past Saturday, I took um, I was guiding um, six young ladies up Lion's Head. And one of them basically got to the point where she started feeling dizzy and lightheaded. Mm. And I've got no problem with stopping a hike. Yeah. Um, Because safety first
0: every time. Tim Landy is with us in studio. We're talking about extreme weather hiking. Um, And you can, of course, also tweet questions at Cape Talk, at Gokia, at Hiking Cape Town. Tim part of the reason why we do this not only sharing information around the beauty of it is to make sure that people are ready. So if we were to talk about extreme hiking um, there's as you said in two parts there's deliberately going to do it or also finding yourself in extreme conditions um, unplanned while you are hiking. Let's, let's firstly go with you doing it because it's, it's the adventure, you want to experience it, what do we need to consider to get ready for such? Yeah, so to consider for, for going out into wet weather, obviously you need to have a
1: really good rain jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have good rain pants um, and hiking pants as well. Waterproof boots um, with great tread. Um, I would not suggest anybody go out with, with really bad tread um, because it is it just adds even more danger to, to what you're trying to do. Because you feel. need grip there, yeah? You definitely need a lot mm-hmm. more grip. Um, and you need to be paying attention when you're walking. Mm. Um, you know, you, you get these people who who go from point A to point B. I would say extreme weather hiking is from point A to point B, and the adventure in between. Mm. But you've got to be paying attention, so you can't um, be sitting smelling the roses while you're walking on the mm. on the path. You've really got to be got to have your wits about you.
0: Mm-hmm. So jacket, pants, boots, weatherproof, be warm. What else?
1: So yeah, one of the other things is you've got to take a, an extra change of clothing. Mm. Um, and all of this you will be planning beforehand. Yeah. Uh, watch the weather. So if there's going to be lots of, of rain, you've got to be prepared for it. You've got to be prepared to keep dry as, as much as possible. Mm. So take extra clothing that will be dry in a nice um, waterproof bag with inside your bag. Um, about two years ago, I went snow hiking as well, which was kind of a first for me. Um, and that brings its own challenges as well because you, you've got to know the path. Because when the when the snow comes in the path disappears. So you've got know, to know the terrain really well. I don't really understand.
0: Well. <laughs> I don't understand. Come with me I sometime. Don't understand. <laughs> what it's snowing. What fall? <laughs> <laughs> because it's mother
1: nature at her best. Yeah. So you get to experience it yeah. first hand and it's yeah, walking in the snow is uh, and, and and blizzards. Mm is one heck of a challenge. I,
0: mean, I, I remember when we were when we were uh, walking with, with fathers and kids out in, in, in Luortuk, it was, yeah? Yes. Um, you, you told a bit of a story around that, that experience and, and dealing with blizzards and what you need to do in such yes. circumstances.
1: Yeah. So one of the things I've got here with me today, I'm just going to hand that over to mm-hmm. you, is what they call toe warmers or hand warmers. So if you just grab it and you crack it, Open like that. Okay. And you leave it for a couple of seconds.
0: Uh, and you can find it uh, or research, uh, warmers.com. Um, and, yeah, so it's called Toe Warmers, uh, Grabber Toe Warmers. Ooh, yeah. What product? Where where was this made? I'm sure good. it's
1: actually made out of South Africa, but you can get them at sort of Cape Union Mart and Outdoor Warehouse mm-hmm. and, and all the, the, the good sports shops. Okay. Uh, so um, I need to... So the one that you've got you would basically put inside your shoe. Okay. Um the the reason for it is like when you're walking in snow or if you've you've got really wet and your your extremities are starting to really become cold. Yeah. It's it c- heating up. You crack one of those things and it heats up. Yeah, and it is it, heating and up. It, it can stay like that for six hours. Wow. Um and I have used when we went on that snow hike um on Montrechal above Franchuk. hmm We had to actually use one of them for one of the guys. His hands, he'd taken his hands out of his gloves to have something to eat. So he'd literally been, his hand was out of the glove for no more than four or five minutes. Yeah. And um, he started complaining that he couldn't actually feel his fingertips anymore and it was really starting to hurt. Yeah. Because it is that quick, right? It is that quick, yeah. It can... So yeah, he put his hand back in the glove, but it wasn't it wasn't warming up. So we got one of these hand warmers out. Mm. It solved the problem immediately for us. It, it actually is quite it,
0: warm. It gets very warm. Yeah. Go in and check it out. Um, go to the website again, warmers.com. What what else? What else? So yeah, so that's that's for the for the cold, and obviously
1: when you are walking in mist as well, you again you've got to know the route. So mm. it, I wouldn't suggest that somebody go out and try and do a route that they've never done before or know it very very well um that that would just be rather silly um and also go in quite a large group because going alone would be absolutely ridiculous yeah. silly, even if it was one or two because you are you are pushing the limits on this one
0: again I, I, if I were to remember some of your your lessons and the conversations that we've we've had uh, besides traveling in a group in such um a, a somebody going and engaging in extreme Hiking, you've you've spoken previously about the need to do this with somebody who knows what they're doing. Yes. There's the need for that guide that knows what they're doing, and there's also a need for you to listen yes. to what the guide is saying. Yeah. So,
1: again, getting back to that woman on Lion's Head on Saturday, she kept on just saying to me, look, uh, I'll just go back. I'll, I'll just go back down to the bottom. Mm. Um, and the rest of the group were quite disappointed. But at the end of the day, everybody's safety comes first so i had to say to look i'm sorry this is just too much we need to actually go back we need to stay as a group and we need to yeah. return as a group yeah so unfortunately we didn't make it to the top but we all did make it back down to the bottom
0: we take your calls on 21 any questions that you might have um as we talk to tim landy we're doing of course every thursday hiking with tim and you might also have your own stories on um extreme uh hiking tim besides people doing it deliberately there's also uh people hiking and then finding themselves in some yeah. extreme conditions yeah unfortunately a lot of people do find themselves in those kind of conditions um
1: and that's where obviously rescue a lot of the time have to go out mm-hmm. but if you can try your utmost not to get into those situations and so but if you do find yourself in a situation like that, first thing is try and find shelter from the cold mm. um, try and get the proper kind of clothing out if you 've got a warm jacket, unfortunately, a lot of the time people don't have those warm jackets because when they started, it was nice and sunny mm. so you've got to be very very um, Prepared for, for, I mean, like tonight, hmm. for instance, is 8 degrees in the city. I can guarantee you now, table Mountain will be close to zero, if not below. Hmm. Um, and that's a huge game changer, even when you've got a warm warm jacket on. Yeah. If you're tired and cold, it really can be um,
0: quite life-threatening. Yeah. It goes back to, you know, the messages from from the, the first time that we did the, the show. Do not underestimate the mount?
1: Yeah, no, def- definitely not. Um, yeah, I mean one of the other things that that I learned when I was a guide as well is river crossings, and when when the subject came up, I sort of kind of laughed at them. I was like, river crossings? Why, why would we need to know about river crossings? Mm. Um, but I've I've learned a lot about river crossings. When there, there's a right and a wrong way to to cross a river, especially in weather like we've just had. Mm. Um, if you come across a river and that mm. is flowing at such a rate, it can literally take your legs out from underneath you. Yeah. So one of the ways to test um, the speed of that river and whether it's safe to cross or not mm. is to get a branch or a leaf, mm. throw it into the water, and then walk next to it on the riverbank. Mm. If at any stage that leaf or branch starts to overtake you and you can't keep up at a normal walking pace, that river is not safe to cross that that simple that simple and i've i've seen it i've been on a walk where the guy we were all taking our shoes off to cross the river and i said to them look just wait for me to to get my shoes off and then we Mm. can sort of assess Mm. and he got impatient and he he walked straight in and of course the river took his feet from underneath him with his backpack on ditched him in the water luckily the water wasn't too deep so we
0: grabbed him straight away and but he learned his lesson. His backpack was completely soaked. The other thing is that people would um, assume that because I can walk mm. and, and it's not that deep, deep that no. it is safe because I can stand. Yeah, deep, deep means nothing. I mean, it can be nice and
1: shallow, but if that water is moving at such a rate yeah. um, and you try and walk into it, um, one of the pictures that I posted this week on Facebook about extreme hiking was of a river that was raging out of control. And the guy who was standing next to me, instead of throwing a branch into the water, he picked up quite a large rock and he threw that into the water. And now the rock probably weighed about 10, 10 15 kilograms. Mm. It got taken away like it was a pebble. What? Yeah. So basically we then had to find a new route and we had to do an emergency river crossing, which is where you bring out rope and you find a a safe route yeah. and you work together as a team to get
0: across that river. Teamwork, teamwork, group, stay together. That sounds like a consistent message there. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the the
1: unfortunate people who have lost their lives on the mountain have been people who are on their own. Hmm. What else you got there? Okay, so... If you're not walking in the cold, then you'll be walking in the heat. Um, and I've been fortunate to do that as well. Oh, that's another extreme, right? <laughs> on, the, on the opposite scale. So yes. that was around about 37 degrees um, Celsius that we were hiking in. Um, I've got to admit it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but again, your, your instincts of survival have to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this circumstance, it was water. So we were walking quite close to a river that was quite fast, not fast flowing, but there was enough, more than enough water in it. Mm. And every time we got to the river, which was every sort of half a kilometer, Mm. I insisted that everyone stop, check their water, and top up. Mm. And a lot of them were just saying to me, like, why why are we, I've had like four or five mouthfuls. Mm. But again, top up, because you don't know when the last, Stages that you're going to have water right so you want to be you want to have as maximum amount of water all the time mm. when you're in conditions like that that particular day we walked 24 kilometers um the one chap in front of me got heat stroke um so we he, i was having a conversation with him and he he basically was um yeah he, he his speech was delayed and oh. um, he was dragging his feet which are all symptoms of um, hyperthermia. How how quickly does that does that happen though? It can happen very very quickly so basically what happens is your brain actually swells and so your your thought process doesn't really get around the body very quickly mm-hmm. so you sort of, that's why you start to drag your feet a bit um, and one of the other signs is you become very argumentative so oh. I, I said to him look you, you're getting heat stroke and mm-hmm. of course his immediate response was no I'm not
0: oh no no. dealing with an obnoxious guy (laughs) here we go you are not well so look
1: yeah i mean hypothermia um, which is extreme cold where your your organs basically start to shut down because it is too cold um is 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 very
0: bad Hmm. but it is quite controllable in terms of bringing you back from from being extremely cold the SMS line 31567, you might have uh, questions or even your own experiences uh, for Tim. We're talking about extreme hiking. Uh, one message saying if you can experience extremely condi- extreme conditions in a controlled environment in known territory, uh, terrain rather, it gives you knowledge of how to cope when the condi- conditions turn bad. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. If if you can if you can
1: and, and that it was also one of the reasons why I went into the snow was to experience it and to actually be able to survive and prepare properly for it and and learn the lessons that I needed to learn. Mm. Um, yeah, it definitely. Because you know, one day maybe I'm out there and I need to. I'll get into a situation where it becomes extreme, mm-hmm. not by my choice, um, and then I need to survive through it.
0: Walt from Venture Forth says "Hi, Tim. well done on bringing hiking, safety, and education to the general public. Get more people safely out there that's fantastic walter um Walter actually trained me as a as a mountain guide. oh wow, yeah, he has a company called Venture Forth. nice, nice thanks a lot uh, Walt for that message um tim and and on that mountain um being a mountain guide, we know that you are available to take uh, people out there. Right?
1: I am available, yes. Um, I do corporate um, bookings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can give um, details of if people want to get hold of me. Yeah. It's um, Tim at Cape Town or it's at Hiking Cape Town, which is the Twitter handle. Um, I've got a hiking group on Facebook
0: as well, which is Cape Town Hiking mm-hmm. with Tim Lundy cape town hiking with tim landy um you know we, we appreciate this and this is this is going to be a a, a regular uh, it's going to be a journey that we walk because there's so much to to unpack but before we wrap tim i want to i want to go back to ex- extreme hiking when it's hot because yeah we are we are dealing with right now Uh, obviously the drought and everything, so people are not going to come across those rivers and people need to be geared for... um, in in terms of having enough water. But what happens in the event of... So
1: if you get caught out um, in in extreme heat, Mm. um, yeah, shade is is one of those things that you really need to look out for um, and staying cool. Mm. And one of the other things that I've brought into studio as well is it's called an ice towel. Mm. If you just grab grab that and you can you can you can feel i've i've made it a little bit damp ah. now when you're hiking and and it's really really hot one of the worst things that you can do is try and cool yourself down rapidly like really quickly because okay. your body can actually go into shock okay. by doing that so when you've got the ice towel you literally just put it on the back of your neck and it just cool brings your body temperature yeah. back down slowly,
0: I mean what material is this because i mean it's it it is very much it's almost like the size of a hand towel mm-hmm. um, but the, the the material itself I recognize from sporting clothing. yeah it's like
1: a it's like a, i'm not particularly sure of exactly yeah. the material, but it it I got that for Christmas from my wife, and ah. it, it's a
0: <laughs> cool it's down f- kim yeah uh, tim cool down
1: <laughs> it's a it's a fantastic um thing to have in the backpack yeah you know you just you it's got its own container you just leave it in your backpack and when you need it when it gets a little bit too hot it it does the job
0: so i mean you you dampen it at home and you leave it in this ice towel uh it's got a little bit of a um a little uh, container container and and that's it it's the because of the material it will remain cool up until you use it absolutely i
1: mean i've i've had it for a day or two and you take it out and it still can be nice and cool and it's just what your body needs to, to bring that, that core temperature down.
0: Okay. I, I have to ask this because my, my reference of um, somebody running out of water in extreme hot conditions is uh, <laughs> Bear girls. <laughs> I guess now he takes it just that one step too far. What I'm asking, Tim, what I'm asking is, have you ever had to drink your own pee like Bear no. girls? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know where to draw the line. <laughs> no, very girls just take it on another level. Yeah. Um but again, uh, just to, to, to give up those those contact details. Um at hiking cape town is Tim on Twitter, uh, but also uh Tim at Cape Town dot Z A. Yeah? That's it, yeah. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much. For thank you me. very much. My my toe warmer is still warm. Oh, yeah. No, they're all, they're my warm. toe warmer is still warm. I mean, to go and get ac- just to, to get a bit more info, uh, warmers.com is where you can find it. And also, this ice towel is actually a very interesting idea. Mm. And and these are some of the products that we uh, we also, over time, we must just get these guys to pay for it. <laughs> then we'll find them. <laughs> Tim Landy, thank you very much. Um, the two of us need to talk about the next Cape Talk Dads walk. Absolutely. I think it's it's long overdue. We've done one is not enough. So, uh, think of a a, um, a route that we are going to take, and then we'll spread the word and get as many fathers as we can. I okay, appreciate okay. it, my brother. Thank you. Thank you very much, Good much. night.